0: 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel.
1: Got myself a rental car the other day, Tig, and uh, I don't know what's going on with rental cars. I got down to, to Alabama, got off the plane. It took him like 50, 60 minutes to get my rental
0: car for me. Do you disrespect rental cars? Um,
1: Actually, I didn't. I don't feel like I re- disrespected it. When I was younger now, I would drive it like it was, you know, like night Rider. Just well, a, the whole way.
0: There's a joke about it that says, what's the only car that can go over a speed bump at 100 miles an hour? A rental car. Because we disrespect. I remember Daniel being in college and we got a rental car. And there was a toll booth that we kept having to go past, like every time we went anywhere. And uh, we said, well, hell, it's a rental car. What are they going to do? And so we just run the toll booth. It turns out that uh, we didn't know because we were stupid that the rental car company then forwarded us the bills because they knew who got it. But I think a lot of people disrespect rentals. Don't you think? Why do you think that is? Because it's not yours. You don't care. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I respect them to a degree, but I could see where people get a rental car and just do not, you know, if they f- spill a milkshake, big deal. I ain't cleaning that up, buddy. They just return it. And... um they disrespect rental cars all the time.
1: Well, I think now that you know that uh as you're a little older that you have to pay for that thing. You are a little more cautious. Yeah, now they it.
0: can uh, connect you to it and say I mean, they uh, probably dude. have all
1: kind of apps on that thing that tell you how fast you're going if you jar uh, or, like impacted. Like, do you impacted think they track
0: it. us? Do you think of course, Enterprise knows yes. where I am at all times?
1: Yes. You know, I don't think for a second there's not something in there that lets them know how fast you're driving this thing and where you've been and
0: well, what guess, you're doing in that thing. I guess back in the day, You could go up to Enterprise or Hertz, use cash to buy it, make up a fake name or something, and then just steal the car. I guess now, though, they know it's in your garage, and they're going to come get it. So you can't. You're right. You once said it's hard to get away with crime anymore because cameras are everywhere, tracking devices, and Enterprise will come come get you probably.
1: I think it's darn near impossible to commit any crimes these days without getting caught. You're going to get caught. There's just too much out there. Much, I don't see how every murder isn't solved, to be honest with you.
0: How many cameras, if you think about this logically, on your way to work this morning, how many cameras do you think captured your car moving? Probably your neighbors have a ring camera. I probably at least five hundred, if not a thousand. And you, how long's your commute? two miles and you think there's 500 cameras along that route I think there's a thousand cameras along that
1: route well, you got you've got them up at all the intersections you pass uh, every business now has a camera just about everybody's got a ring camera yeah I bet you uh I bet you I passed a thousand cameras
0: yeah crime it is kind of surprising that people still get away with crime especially because like with the cameras everywhere even I hear like I see this show called the first 48. Mm-hmm. and it happens in Tulsa a lot, and the investigators will go knock on your neighbor's door and be like, hey, do you have a camera over here by any chance? And if they do, then they see what you were doing and what kind of car you left in. Now, yeah, I s- They're pretty good at it.
1: I say that, but then there's that story out of Birmingham, Alabama, in which the lady uh, said she saw a toddler and went missing for a few days. She's now since admitted that all the story was made up. But in that particular instance, even though it was on that big interstate and all that, there was the camera footage wasn't good enough to you know really do any good
0: yeah so well i guess i mean they're getting better at it but eventually probably in 10 20 years they're they're gonna know who you are and where you went as soon as you commit a cr- crime right mm-hmm. sorry Did i you just a...
1: pass away for a hiccups. second there? are you
0: back don't go toward the light Ty. check the video i had the hiccups <laughs> check the video it's 98.5 the bull good morning 98.5 the bull Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. You know, we have a uh, pretty big American Airlines population here, Daniel. Uh, they have a big outfit here in town. And, um, and then I saw this on News on 6 about you had a rough travel experience here re- recently. And they say this because people aren't working at the airlines as much. People, Young people graduate from college, they get out of high school, and they're not choosing to go in that industry, so they've got a shortage.
1: Well, what I observed was uh, airline tickets are more than they've ever been. And I was delayed by like five or six hours on my trip down to Alabama. And then I was delayed five or six hours on my trip back. I could have yeah. driven. it would I could have driven two hours uh, quicker than I was to fly. So I was like, what is going on with airlines these days?
0: Well, you know, I was thinking about young people who uh, uh, me and you are very lucky. We kind of knew what we wanted to do with our lives um, in a sense. But there's a lot of people out there that are go, you know, get out of high school or college and they don't know. If you want to make some money right now, it seems like the airlines are prime time. This is uh, from News on 6. Grayson Artes is
1: the director of the Oklahoma Aeronautics Commission. He says since the late 90s, there really hasn't been a milestone to keep the interest of younger generations.
0: That was the thing that we were, we were hurting for. Is There was no real drive to get people energized about this career field as they became uh, you know, a high schooler going into college or going into a technical trade school.
1: He says aviation jobs are struggling to keep employees across the board. Pilot shortages often forcing delayed flights. And without ground crews or mechanics, the aircraft can't leave the ground.
0: Yeah, I mean, so there's this whole support mechanism that needs to be in place, and they just don't have it. And so I don't know if that uh, was kind of like your thing, Daniel, but you know that Delta Airlines came out and said they need pilots and now this is senior pilots you had to be there for a long time but they're paying them guess how much money
1: i have zero idea how much an airline pilot would you makes yes i would say uh 300 grand a year Five hundred
0: thousand. What for
1: okay that's all well and good if that's a senior pilot but what is the entry level position for one of those pilots
0: Well, what I can read is that these airlines are, you know, for a while there, they didn't need pilots because the pandemic hit, right? And they asked people to retire early and then they didn't have enough flights and they didn't need people. Now that the pandemic is kind of wrapped up, uh, now they need people again because they sent people into early retirement. And it could be a great career uh, in aviation, whether you're fixing the planes, whether you're just working at the airline or whether you're flying the planes. Yeah, I, I kind of wish my kid was 18 right now. I'd convince him to get into the airline industry. But you don't know what the starting pay is. Uh, I don't. It depends on what job. I don't know what you're asking. Hi, you talk, you're talking about a senior pilot gets 500 grand.
1: What is the beginning? Uh, what do they call it? Junior pilot? What do they get? A junior
0: pilot? <laughs> like <laughs> first officer? Whatever, yeah. They, they get, I think they, they're stepping the game up. They got bonuses out there now for pilots that, um, so I mean, you didn't make much money when you first got out of college. I think you'd do better if you had become a pilot, for sure. Yeah, maybe. And um, what? Well,
1: plant- yeah, nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. I'm very curious what an entry level pilot makes. And uh, since we have this hub around here, somebody probably knows nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. I don't know. Maybe it just seems like when you go to the airport, it's always just sometimes a miserable place. Maybe people kind of have that in their minds if they do some air travel. They're like, well, I don't want to get involved with this.
0: They just want to shake their butts on
1: TikTok. The young people? Yeah. Okay, now you sound <laughs> like 100 <laughs> years old. I'm sure they would also like to have $500,000. Uh,
0: good gig. So, uh, Daniel, your question is, do we know what a pilot... Entry like, level. If you, Yeah, get flight lessons. Riverside Airport has many flight schools, and it's totally possible for you to become a pilot right here in Tulsa. Are you going to encourage your son to become one or even suggest it I'm to not, him? I mean, I think that... Uh, yeah, because remember, like, I told you the plumber comes to my house... And you you don't have to have a degree for that. you got to get certification. These guys charge whatever they want.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because what is your alternative? Try it yourself, I guess. Yeah, and you don't want to try that. It'll flood your house. So, you know, these... I'm glad I went to college. However, I don't think it's totally necessary to make a great living. You know, do something like uh, go to aircraft mechanic school. You can make a lot of money, apparently. (laughs) 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. In the meantime, Eli Young Band with Ty and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. Uh, You know, we just had kind of graduation season and some people are going off to school or they're going to start a career here. And, um, you know, I'm glad that I went to college. However, I don't think I needed it for this job that I have now. And, you know, in a way, you have a plumber come to your house and the, the plumber can charge you whatever they want, and my mm-hmm. dad had told me when I was growing up, find something that people can't do, and you figure out how to do it, and you'll make a lot of money doing that. And we were talking about the airlines. Daniel took a trip home to Alabama to see his mom, and you said it was a big old disaster, and apparently it's because uh, they're short on employees. I looked up the uh, the median the median pilot salary at an airline. This is the median, so half the people make less, half the people make more. One hundred twenty one thousand dollars. How about that? That's nice. Pretty pretty good salary, isn't but it? But you can
1: tell a young person all day long how much somebody will make. And it's uh, like, I always talked, about, talked to my brothers. Like, you, you know, my dad has an electrical business. I was like, you know what? You ought to take that over. You'll be rich. You would make so much money. And then I thought to myself, well, you didn't do that. Why are you telling young people what to do?
0: Well, I thought I'd try to be helpful. I don't know why you're being so down on no, me No, I'm not
1: being down on you. I mean, I said that to myself. I see. Like, when I was talking to my little brothers, well, like, you hey, you guys should take this over. Right. So.
0: But for the people out there, I we were very lucky, Daniel. I think you knew you wanted to be a broadcaster. But some folks don't know exactly what they want to do. I didn't want to be a broadcaster. Oh. I wanted to be an
1: actor. <laughs> and then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And yeah, I'm you like, suck that at that acting. That is
0: not going to happen. I've seen you on News on 6. You're terrible.
1: Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but being on the news is not acting. That is a broadcaster.
0: <laughs> but anyway. You, hey,
1: whoa like, on. Like, you deserve an Oscar over here. It ain't like you're no Daniel Day-Lewis. I, oh, no.
0: I, I, I'm terrible. I'll put
1: that commercial up that we did back in the day. We'll see who the, who the bad
0: actor is. Um, But um, I, no, I, you know, you just kind of stumble into what you do eventually, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. I think, and that's what I'm trying to do is let young people know that if you stumbled into aviation right now, it wouldn't be a bad gig because they're, they're freaking out. They're having to pay more money than they expected, and it's a good gig. Flying a plane, Daniel. If you and I were, let's say, we didn't do this and we did pilot pilot stuff together,
1: not happening. I'd be so bored. Same for route every day. Like you, th- it ain't like you're the Red Baron, you know, like dogfighting all day. You might go from here to Atlanta ten times a day. I would be bored
0: to no end. I have a little fun fact about pilots that I find fascinating, but you probably don't. Well, please, let's you, hear it. You then. know how when you and I have to take a business trip and we'll get on a plane together? We had a tradition. We'd always eat at Popeye's chicken together. Okay. But you know, when you're a pilot, <laughs> yeah, the pilot, the captain, is not supposed to eat at the same place the co-pilot eats. So the captain has to eat at one place. The co-pilot has to eat at another place. Do you know why?
1: I didn't know until you told me in case you get food poisoning, food poisoning right? Right?
0: right so uh, we wouldn't be able to share Popeyes together anymore well, then, so. then I ain't doing it But I'm glad we chose radio oh. though
1: well the American Airlines job fair continues this morning uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are, are, you, are you a headhunter for the airlines now like three days in a row we've been talking about aviation I, don't I know think why.
1: I think what it is is deep down inside you kind of wish that you'd gone into aviation why don't you just explore these feelings and maybe well I did I, I worked as a pilot for a long time
0: but I'm saying now, do you feel like you want to get no, back in the game? No, 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 because I, um, I got a seven-year-old, and it, it would be tough. However, airline pilots, did you know this, too, that they have a very low divorce rate? you think that they would have a high divorce rate because, you know, they're on the road, they're going to Paris, and, you know, they're going to meet a lady. Mm-hmm. But I think that space, I think, the you know, the wife or the husband's glad to see the pilot go, and then four days later, you start messing them, and you're glad to see them come home. It's the perfect amount of...
1: I don't think anybody's going to meet any women with those wacky mustaches they have.
0: uh, You're wrong about that, because remember when Top Gun Maverick came out, the number two Top Gun, and that kid... uh, Miles Teller. Yeah, Miles Teller, and then I saw a bunch of dudes with mustaches, and the ladies seemed to like that mustache,
1: so you're wrong. You heard it from Ty, young people. Be a pilot and grow a mustache. Listen,
0: if you're like a little dude... You're going to make a lot of money, and you're going to have a mustache, and ladies are going to love you. Okay.
1: We'll all go get jobs as pilots, please.
0: And if you got all that money, probably buy a big house. You got to get that thing furnished, right?
1: Yeah, and you probably want to hold on to that money. That's why Snow's Furniture offers the lowest prices guaranteed. Barry, who runs the place, says, hey, you don't believe me? Come take the Snow's Challenge.
0: Snow's Furniture. Since 1978, what I like about Snow's is... Uh, locally owned and they have the furniture actually there a lot lot of these places sounds crazy it's like a showroom model and then they they promise they go uh we promise you'll get this furniture within three months that's like their guarantee it's those furniture you can take it home today because they got it in stock in town they'll they'll even deliver it for you if you need it and when you get ready to
1: pay zero percent interest how about that how about it
0: so uh, imagine if you became an airline pilot. They're paying you half a million dollars a year. You could you could, <laughs> you could, could load up at Snow's Furniture That's big time. Right. But no matter where you are, Snow's Furniture has the best prices in town. Zero percent interest. Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and... Daniel, hey, good morning, Daniel.
1: Tried to go for a walk yesterday, Ty. It's much too hot for that, so I said, I got to find something to do indoors. I went and saw Oppenheimer, finally. been wanting to see it for a while now, so I went to like the 3.30 showing, which I think is a pretty good one because you're not up too late, you know? Mm -hmm. Three hours long, this thing is. Then you have the previews, three hours, 30 minutes, basically. And I'm in there watching this thing, and, uh, you know, you can kind of get a look at who's coming into the theater. Parents came in, brought with them, I would say, their seven, eight-year-old
0: kids. <laughs> for Oppenheimer?
1: Do you know what torture that would have been for an eight-year-old to have to sit through Oppenheimer?
0: Yeah, not a, not a short movie, not really something a kid, I would imagine, would really care about. Not
1: a ton of action. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a historical drama, and most of it's drama. There's a little bit of the, you know, the bomb stuff, but I bet those kids are just dying. That's brutal. Brutality. I mean, at least if you had to get drugged or Braveheart, there was some action in it and stuff like that, and they got put on that makeup and all that. It was like, freedom. This movie, those kids had to just be dying inside. Why would they do that to them?
0: I don't know. You know, as a parent, sometimes uh, with babysitter situations and all that, I've been through this before. I, I mean, I literally bring my kid to work sometimes because I can't find a way to otherwise take care of them. So he just has to come to work. He was here last week, for example. Mm -hmm. And maybe they wanted to see the movie, but they couldn't get a babysitter or the babysitter canceled. Those kids might have thought they wanted to see the movie, you know, because Barbenheimer is trending
1: and all that. But when they got in there, I'd say about hour one, they were like, I want to get out of here real bad. Yeah, let's get some milk duds. You know, when when you're a kid, uh, three hours might as well be an eternity, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they were able to get some sleep, but I've seen it happen before I've seen parents bring kids into a movie that really isn't appropriate. I remember seeing somebody bring like their seven- year-old into scream once or it was saw, something like <laughs> yeah, that, and I just know bad. that uh, that had to be just torture. Didn't your mom drag you with a Titanic once? You had to sit there
0: through that love scene? I got in trouble when I was in high school, and my punishment was I had to go watch Titanic with my mom, and they they go into a car and you know what happens. You've seen that movie and: Sure very uncomfortable sitting next to your mom, so I, I I feel for those kids. And what was your reaction when that was going on? What do you do, just get real quiet, look at the screen, or look even, away, or what? Well, have you ever been watching television with your parents, mm-hmm. and something romantic happens on the TV screen? It's so uncomfortable. And I don't know, I just sat there and took it, I guess, but. My parents were weird when I'd watch television with them. They were really
1: strange, and still, even my mom, still to this day, really strange about television. Um, if something romantic came on, we just all got really quiet. Nobody said a word. Nobody ever addressed it. We just didn't, you know, like, I would look away, and then we just wouldn't talk about it. Um, one cuss word. Turn it, Daniel. <laughs> one cuss word.
0: Turn it. So she didn't mind all the romance and stuff, but one cuss word.
1: Then not address the romance. The cuss word, turn it. Mm-hmm. Violence, watch all you'd like. She yeah. watches that CSI and all that, badly burned cadaver. No problem. <laughs> Say, damn, turn it. (laughs) What is it about? That's so crazy to me. I
0: don't know what that's all about. You said that uh, when she came here to Tulsa to visit you that um, she would make a sandwich and sit down and watch Jeffrey Dahmer, who was a serial killer. And I don't know if it was, was it gory? Not really, but uh, it was. You don't think Dahmer was gory? It was pretty bad, and she's just, your mom's going, "Mm." Chicken sandwich is delicious watching uh, this stuff happen on the television. Was, but if they said, dang, she turned it off. And I was like, Mom, how are you going to watch Dahmer while you're
1: eating? <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. Remember I told you that um, I would say, Mom, I want to watch The Simpsons. Everybody's talking about it at school. Everybody's got on Bart Simpson T-shirts. Dude, the Bart man was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And she said, Bart is disrespectful to his parents. He told his dad to eat his shorts. <laughs> And I don't even. What does that even mean? Eat my shorts? I have no idea. They were appalled.
0: Don't uh, bring your kids to Oppenheimer. Is I guess the what we're learning from this discussion is that basically it. But good movie for adults. Did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I I mean, can you do you enjoy something so serious? Was it top ten for you or just a good movie to go? I'm not
1: going to say it's top ten. It's a very good movie. It's very insightful on, you know, this kind of thing, and it's a little scary to be honest with you too. Bring my son with you next time. He he was begging to go to Oppenheimer. I think I'll take him and make him, you know, think about nuclear (laughs) holocaust from now on.
0: Daniel, you you did an amazing thing. I don't think many uh, men have done this. Somehow, Daniel, this is a true story, infiltrated Girls' Night. It's 98.5 The Bull. You know how when uh, ladies get together and they go out and get wine and all that? Somehow, Daniel gets invited to Girls' Night now. (laughs) I don't understand. I thought, you know, it's Girls' Night. But well, you you somehow infiltrated Girls' Night.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you know, my wife uh, and all of us have known each other for years and years and years. And, and then she made some girlfriends here in Tulsa, and they like to go out and drink a wine. And you infiltrated Girls' Night. It's almost like you're a spy for dudes. No, I'm not a spy at all. No, for me, I, that's what I think. It's like somehow you went into China and convinced them that You're their friend, and they give you all the secrets. And so I said to Daniel one day, I said, so how much crap do they talk about their husbands?
1: Well, first of all, I I don't ever come back and report to you what we've talked about on Girls' Night. Wait, so there's
0: stuff you're holding back?
1: If there was, I wouldn't tell you. Stop making – you're trying to get me kicked out of Girls' Night by saying that I come back and report to anybody, which I don't. And you know that to be true. I don't say nothing about that.
0: You are – you would be good – you know, in a situation, if you were in the mob, mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't rat on anybody, right? Right. So, but he goes out to these girls' nights and three, four girls, and y'all are drinking wine. Basically, and whatever. It's, it's
1: your wife, some of your neighbors' wives, and then me.
0: And I and I, every time you do that, I I come to work and I say, "Dude, what crap are they talking about me?" And he goes, "Oh, they don't do that." So I don't know whether they believe you because you just admitted that you don't tell. Well, I will tell you this.
1: The husbands are not no big old topic of the conversation. Ah. But I, I, so I can you. You think women you. go out and all they do is talk about their husbands, whether it be good or bad? You guys never come up.
0: I can't. I complain about you more than your wife does. You just said that you wouldn't report it anyway, so I don't know what to believe. Well, you can believe that. When women all get together and go out, they're not talking about their husbands. <laughs> are you out of your mind?
1: Have you been to Girls' Night?
0: No, I, okay. I never, I never I infiltrated it.
1: There's nothing to infiltrate. I go I go to the girls' night. They're not all, like, sitting there complaining about their husbands. It isn't, just doesn't happen. Isn't you think, that weird? Well, don't you wish, though? Don't you wish that people were talking about you when you weren't
0: around? Not really, no. I, I want no discussion of me. Um, but it is <laughs> weird that somehow, you, you know, it's girls' night, but they invite Daniel out, too. And so it's the four girls and then you drinking wine. I
1: like to go out to eat fancy dinners. You don't like to go out and eat fancy dinners.
0: So I yeah I'll go with him. So I'm gonna I uh, maybe just on the radio if uh, you're a lady and you have girls nights, Daniel claims that y'all don't talk crap about your husbands. Barely comes up ever. I believe you do. So uh, why call do you us. think that you as a husband is so interesting that your wife would want to talk about you outside of the? Hump? I don't mean positive stuff. I think it's more like you're never gonna believe what Tag did.
1: Not even that. It's just it's you guys are boring. Husbands don't do anything, y'all. Just sit around. You go fishing and stuff like that. What do you, what do you mean? Right, What's to so complain about?
0: Ladies, when you go out to ladies' night, don't you ever talk a little bit of junk about your husbands? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Daniel, who has infiltrated ladies' night somehow, claims that you don't. I think that he's probably not telling me the truth. Uh, so if you're a, a wife and you go out with your girlfriends, are y'all talking crap about husbands? Or did we, ne- did we just not come up? 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Love to hear from you ladies. I think you're talking crap about your husbands, but Daniel says it's not true. 918-879-9898. 98, Bob the Bull, today's high country with Tig and Daniel. The mystery of girls' night is, uh, is intriguing to me because I want to know what girls talk about when they're not around the husbands.
1: Well, I'll tell you, they're not talking about you guys. Tig thinks that women just go out and then only talk about their husbands you guys rarely come up to be honest
0: well what i mean is i'm not saying they're talking about them positively i think they're maybe complaining about the husbands. not even that but daniel somehow i don't know how he did it he is the only dude i know that gets invited to girls night so it's all these girls these wives and then daniel and so i said i bet they're talking crap about the husbands all the time i bet they're talking crap about me they're talking crap about the other guy and you said they don't talk anything like that they don't mention you guys at all. They're probably
1: tired of you guys, so when they get out to go out to eat, the, the last thing they want to talk about is y'all.
0: Um, so we were taking calls. I am convinced that sometimes ladies will complain to their girlfriends about their husbands. Daniel claims that's not the case. 918-879-9898. 918 879 Hey, what's going on?
2: Hi, this is David. Don't listen to your transgender buddy over there. <laughs> women, women, go to women's nights out. Men take their wives out for a special occasion. You want to take your wife out for a special occasion? Take her to the Mahogany Grill at 60 and Yale. She would love it. You would,
0: too. <laughs> okay, so he doesn't like that you're going out with the girls.
1: Yeah. The guy sounds like a real romantic guy. It's like, damn it, Bobby.
0: Hey. It's 98.5 The Bull. What's up? Ah, these phones. Hey, what's up? Hello.
2: Hi. Hey. I just wanted to make a statement. I've been working with men for more than thirty years. Usually, the only female in the shop. They talk more about their wives than women do. You think so? More about their yeah. Is that right?
1: I hundred percent agree with that. That's all you guys do is talk about your wives. Women don't mention y'all at all. Whenever I'm out to dinner with them.
2: (laughs) But if I knew what we're said. They would be horrified.
1: What kind of things are Ooh. the men saying? Do what? What kind of things are the men saying about their wives?
2: Oh, I'm not going there. That's rough.
0: Well, you could be anonymous. <laughs> not we're not going to. We're not going to out you. But like in general, what are what are you're saying that women are not talking about husbands, but husbands talk Very about personal
2: though. things. What? Very personal things that would not set well if the wives knew.
1: Like things relating to coitus?
2: Things relating to everything. Anything that was private. It's not private anymore. Huh.
0: Interesting. You know, it's kind of funny that... um now, Daniel's going to get on me about this, but you know we always have the idea that ladies gossip more than men. Don't men gossip more than ladies, Daniel? In your opinion? I think so. Have You ever been to the barbershop? shop? Boy, Way people have been more. there flapping their gums. Yeah, and uh, we complain about Way the you know more. the Atlanta Housewife Show or something. But meanwhile, it's the men that are kind of flapping their gums. You're right, Daniel. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, all right. So just
2: wanted to make a statement. Thank you. It's
0: a good statement to make. I appreciate the insight. <laughs>
2: all right.
0: All right. Bye. Have a good day.
1: Now, are you convinced, Ty, That uh,
0: maybe you're right. come up a whole lot. Better things to talk about. We I got... thought they were just talking trash about us the whole time.
1: Hey, who is this? Me. This is Mary. Mary, uh, what do you think? Ty here thinks that whenever uh, ladies have a night out, all they do is talk about their husbands, whether it be good or bad. Is that
2: true? No, they've already talked about you at work. They're going out and they're having a good time. (laughs) We're not talking about you at that time. It's done. They've already talked about you.
1: So she's saying with their coworkers, maybe they will. But out at dinner, you you rarely come up.
2: No, I think out at dinner, you're probably just kind of BS and then making fun of people and... You're enjoying the evening out. Okay.
1: Making that's, that's already
2: what talked about. That's what they're work. talking about,
1: Tiger. Is other women? Is that what's <laughs> happening? That <is> exactly, <laughs> they're talking about other women, not not dudes anymore.
0: That's a good point. Um, so they get, yep. they kind of uh, have an outlet at work for complaining about maybe what their husband did, but at girls' night they complain about the other girls that aren't there yeah, at the, the- dinner.
2: They're making fun of the other people at the other table. They're not talking about you. They're having a good night.
1: <laughs> Mary, why do you think Tig is such an egomaniac that he feels like his wife only t- talks about him?
2: She loves you. What? That's why she's talking about you.
1: No, no, she's not talking about him. Why, he thinks, though, no, that she is. Really? I'm saying, why do you think that he has issues? He's, do you think he has, like, uh, ego problems? Oh,
2: no, I think he's worried. She should be talking about him, maybe.
1: What do you think he's worried about?
2: Maybe because she's not talking about
1: him. Mm. Is that it, Tiger sad?
0: No, I'm really You're glad sad. that they're not talking crap about their husbands because uh, it makes me uncomfortable because it it's one of those things where you can kind of build each other up and then I'll be in trouble when she gets home. Like, oh, you know what? Here's what you did. And then the other girls get her fired up. But apparently they're just talking about other girls. You know what? Is this true, by the way, that... When ladies dress up, I go to the BOK Center with Daniel for concerts, and the ladies look uh, beautiful and they're dressed up. But you're not really dressing up for other guys, are you? You're dressing up almost... Nine
2: times out of ten, they're dressing up to make sure that they fit in with the other Uh ladies. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? My girlfriend and I, we get together, and I'm like, oh, crap, you're all dressed up. Yeah.
0: So it's not a show for the men. It's a show just to kind of keep up with the other ladies.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Well, I appreciate the call. Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, all right. See you later.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, you two are a great team. She's a lot of chemistry calling there. From somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 98.5 The Bull. Uh, 15 minutes away, Daniel, from those Easton Corbin tickets with The Bull Fight. Good morning, Gus.
1: 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care.
0: Your
2: locally owned health plan.
0: No way was I 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tige and Daniel. So uh, we got, I got a house in Midtown Tulsa, and we saw um, there was a dog that was running around that appears to have just had babies. You can kind of tell by the way their body is, and um, it, but it looked very sick, like emaciated, like it wasn't eating. So uh, me and a buddy we started putting food out in an open lot that's owned by the city of Tulsa. You probably see these things around. They they call them like water sheds or some kind of water lot or something. And so we started feeding, and then somebody started taking the bowls we were putting out. And left a note that said, don't feed this dog Eventually, they said, please stop feeding this dog. And I go, what's the problem here? This is a public lot. Somebody put a note. So then anyway, I said, okay, whatever. Um, I'll just start feeding this dog at my house. And the dog is one of these dogs that um, if I try to get too close to her, she will back away. I Mm -hmm. I can't get near her. But I still feel sorry, and I've been leaving food out for her. So I put it in my yard last night. Um, and, you know, I got the little bowl of uh, dry food, and then I got the bowl of water. And, and then last night uh, on the cameras, I got a, a notification hey, there's movement in your yard. And as and two other dogs came over there and ate that food. So I have no idea how to, how to make sure. You still haven't
1: figured out who's taking your bowls and stuff?
0: Well, that was when we were putting it on a public lot. Yeah, I, I'm curious. We think you... the neighbor right next to uh, it has been taken. Could y'all do an investigation? Um, a stakeout? We just feel like it's probably that person. I don't know why somebody doesn't want us to feed a stray dog. I need to get one of those gully suits. I'll go lay down on the grass and just stake it out. That's good. I would love for you to do that. We I bet we... you would. 100 degrees, I'll just lay out there and just take it. I mean, the person was taking our Tupperware away the whole time. So we had to use different Tupperware every day because somebody didn't like us feeding this dog, and so then I put it in my yard. But other dogs are now coming around. <laughs> have eating the food for the dog over I'm trying, there. I you're I gonna know. have
1: all kind of. It's gonna so be like Jumanji.
0: We've gotta there. work that out. <laughs> but yeah, get your uh, little camouflage outfit and go lay in that. Go lay in the yard for a while and see who's taking we'll, my stuff. We'll step. do. We'll do. It's 98.5 The bull coming up. Daniel, we got Easton Corbin tickets. With our bullfight just moments away on 98.5 the Bull. It's 98.5 the Bull today's high country. Easton Corbin tickets are free right now. Dana with our bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete.
1: That's right, Ty. Easton Corbin's going to be at the Hard Rock Live December 9th and joining us on line one. It's Sam. Says he works on phone systems. How are you today, Sam?
2: I'm doing good.
1: Uh, if somebody's phone is messed up nine times out of 10, it's what? Um, call. uh, Ground or a short. A ground (laughs) or a short. Uh, Thank you, Sam. Uh, Taking on Sam today is Rebecca. She's a soccer coach. Rebecca, how are you? Hi. I'm great. Can you tell us the name of your team? Uh, Manford Pirates. The Manford Pirates. Have you been out to Manford before?
0: Yeah, I've been uh, through there, and uh, that's pretty cool. I've never really known a soccer coach, so it's cool to talk to one.
1: All right, guys. Uh, Today you're playing for Easton Corbin tickets. All the answers to these questions begin, I mean, excuse me, end with the letter X. Keep that in mind. All right, guys? Okay. We will start with you, Sam. This is a DNA shape, the double blank. Helix. Helix is correct.
0: Rebecca. Look who was paying attention in high school. Look at that. Rebecca, this is a
1: famous <laughs> guitarist, Jimmy Blank. Hendrix. Hendrix is correct. We are tied up. Tied. Sam, this is a Swiss luxury watchmaker. Rolex. Rolex is correct. Rebecca, this is one of New York City's five boroughs. Uh oh um The Bronx. The Bronx is correct. We're tied up 2 to 2. Sam This mythical creature found as a giant statue in Egypt. A Sphinx. The Sphinx is correct. Rebecca mm-hmm. Yes, sir. This is company synonymous with copy machines. Xerox? Xerox is correct. We're tied up still, three to three. Sam? This is a time machine component blank capacitor. Lux. Lux is correct. Rebecca? This is a brand of heat-resistant glassware. Um, IREX? IREX is correct. All right, guys, y'all are tied up. Four to four. Final question. Sam, this body part is also known as the voice box. The larynx? The larynx is correct. <laughs> They're so good. I know. I didn't know they would do so well. Rebecca. This deadly disease was eradicated in 1979. Uh, Pox. I will look to the judge for this, Ty. More specific, what pox? Smallpox? smallpox is correct and with that we are tied up tight while I find another final question here explain how the tie-breaking situation
0: will work all right so gang um, basically the next question is for the both of you at the same time don't blurt out the answer the way you buzz in is yell your name and then I will give you an opportunity to be the first to answer if you're the first to call in with your name does that make sense Yes. Yes. Okay. So the buzzer is your name. Just call out your name and then we'll give you a chance. Daniel, are we ready for this?
1: We are ready. The first tie-breaking question is, this is Latin for king, also a common name for dogs.
0: Rebecca. Rebecca buzzed in first. Give us an answer.
1: Rex. Rex is absolutely right. And with that, Rebecca has defeated Sam in the 98-5, the bull fight. Uh, also, Ty, Rebecca got every single one right. And uh, you know what happens whenever you get every single one correct, don't you, Rebecca? I don't. <laughs> I must now get down on one knee and ask for your hand in marriage.
2: Oh, okay. I'm going to decline.
0: <laughs> okay. She's just going to decline. and uh, You know, she did the right thing. Right. She didn't make a flowery, emotional speech. She just said no. Is That's it, the right thing to is do. Is it
1: because of my face, Rebecca? Oh, no. You're absolutely adorable. Thank you. What? I'm adorable, Tiger, like a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> what? All right. Well, Rebecca, you've got a decision to make. Uh, you don't want to marry me, but you can uh, hold on to these tickets, or you can give them to Sam, the phone system worker. What do you decide to do?
2: I am sorry, but I, I'm I keeping these.
0: That's her prerogative. I'm she won sorry. the contest. I'm
1: sorry, Sam. Hey,
0: it's okay. All right, Sam, Sam is okay. You, he, hey, dude, he did a great job. I mean, he didn't miss anything. He just didn't buzz in at the, at the tiebreaker in time. But Sam, congrats on a, like a smart dude. And uh, Rebecca, congrats to you. You're going to see Easton Corbin. The ninety of The Bullfight is brought to you by optimum complete and we're back tomorrow Daniel another chance at 740 here on 98.5 the bull Good morning, 98.5 the bull today's hot country with Ty Daniel. again we're back with uh, more Easton Corbin tickets tomorrow with the bull fight we just talked to Rebecca she uh, did you know I think that's the first time Daniel that we've had a contest where every contestant got all the questions right I think you're right
1: and uh, then she wanted to know if her son Riker could uh, speak with us on the phone Riker how are you today Good. You are nine years old. How, what have you been doing this summer? Swimming. You've been swimming. (laughs) And uh,
2: camping.
1: And do it, swimming and what? Camping. Oh, he's been camping in this heat.
0: What a good summer.
2: And we went to Florida and I saw five alligators.
1: You saw five alligators. Uh, Did the alligators try to bite you or anything like that? No. Where would you go to see five alligators? Florida. No, I know, but where at in Florida? In a swamp.
0: Oh, so they, they weren't like in a zoo, Riker. They they were just out there hanging out like in regular life, huh?
1: Why would they take Riker to a yeah. uh, swamp to, to camp out? But so, But you were all right.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that sounds great. It sounds like you had a full summer. When do you have to go back to school?
0: August 16th. August 16th. Now, Riker, do you look forward to going back to school? Because Daniel always liked to get back to school. I never wanted to go back to school because summer was fun to me. But what do you you make? Do you like to go back to school?
1: Yeah. Yeah, See, Ty, you go back to school. You hang out with all your buddies. uh, Mm -hmm. You get out of the dangerous swamps. You're not attacked by alligators (laughs) at school. So no wonder Riker (laughs) wants to get back to school. Do you want to give a shout-out to any of your friends that are listening right now? (laughs) They're probably asleep.
0: Well, let's wake them up. What are they, teenagers?
1: <laughs> yeah, who are you hanging out with, no. buddy? I sleep. <laughs> it's 8 sleep. o'clock. All right, Riker. Well, well, thank you for talking to us and uh, tell your mom congratulations. And uh, ask her if she'll just blow the horn for about 10 seconds for us. Okay.
2: Mom, blow the horn for 10 seconds. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> <Do it. laughs>
1: I hate it when you do that, dude. It's so uncomfortable. Riker, demand that she do it.
2: I demand you. <laughs> no, there's, there's older people walking right in front of my car. Oh, we can't do okay, that. Okay,
1: just so. get. How about two seconds of horn blow? Two
2: seconds. Two seconds. Uh, <laughs> that was like one second. <laughs> I, I,
0: I agree with Rebecca. I don't like
2: blowing horns. Probably the horn scared stuff, those
0: older but, people. Hey, Riker. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope your summer continues to be fun and uh, good luck on your first day, August 16th
2: thank you
0: yeah you're welcome it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country with tig and daniel you know little Riker probably doesn't have to worry about his weight you know because when i was young i was skinny Mm -hmm. and my metabolism i guess worked right and then you turn into your 30s and the metabolism slows down what happened to me
1: well uh your metabolism slowed down you're asking the question while answering it at the same time uh that's why red mountain weight loss could help they have what they call metabolism boosters and lord knows you need them Tig. you when you were uh, i knew you like when you were in college, and you couldn't gain weight no matter what. I remember you going to Dude, that drink was a milkshakes. Total, you were I was like, hot in college, too. Uh, no, you weren't. You've always had a woeful countenance. <laughs> but you were trying to gain weight, and then all of a sudden— boom you start packing on the pounds you didn't know why it's because your metabolism slows down
0: and uh, red mountain weight loss has medicine that can help you they actually got some called metabolism boosters as you said they can help speed that process up for you and so it helps you along with your weight loss journey up to 20 pounds in 30 days with red mountain weight loss and um, all you got to do is dial pound 250 keyword red mountain weight loss a doctor is gonna call you like a literal doctor and then you work out a plan, and then if you need any medication, they're going to just mail it to you, so you never have to get on that paper bed, whatever that is they got at doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. And it's all just done from home. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. But
2: I yeah. can't even find the
0: I had, like, the most uncomfortable interaction with somebody yesterday. It's Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel, 98.5 The Bull.
1: I feel like, Tig, all of your interactions with people are a bit uncomfortable, well, don't you? thank you.
0: Thank you very no much. No
1: offense. None none taken. Okay. Well, wh- where were you this time?
0: I pick up my son from summer camp every day, and um, but I left a little early from the house. I was hungry, so I stopped at a place called Firehouse Subs, you know, the place they uh, donate equipment to firefighters and things. And I really like their sandwiches, so I said, I got a few extra minutes. I'll go early and eat right before I pick my son up. So I'm sitting there, and I'm by myself, and I go into Firehouse Subs. I order my little sandwich, and uh, I sit down. I'm enjoying my sandwich, and it's not a very busy time. It's 4 p.m., so Mm -hmm. not a lot of people are in there. It's not lunch. It's not dinner, so I'm just kind of in between. And so the employees are doing things like mopping and wiping tables, but I'm the only guy in Firehouse Subs, and I'm by myself, and I'm just kind of leering out, uh, this is 71st and South Louis or so, and I'm just kind of looking at the traffic and, you know, taking it all in, <laughs> and the employee starts wiping the table next to me, and he looks at me and goes, I just want to check on you, man. You doing all right? But not in the sense that he wondered if I needed, you know, a refill or a napkin It was a literal, as a person, are you doing all right? Emotionally, are you doing okay? Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything about, do you need some more pickles or anything? It was just like, hey, man, you doing all right? And what did you say back? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And he says, you know what I wish? I wish more people would just ask other people if they're doing all right. You know, and I I actually appreciated that because I do, I always heard this thing that you should check on your friends that seem the happiest. Because are they putting up a facade? Are they pretending? Always call your friends that seem the happiest. You know, you got friends that are probably down sometimes. Of course, you're going to check on them, but also check on the ones that are happiest. Mm -hmm. They might be hiding something. So I appreciated that the guy just said, hey, man, you doing all right? And then I looked at him, I said... I'm good. Are Are you okay? And he said, "Man, I'm happy as a lark." I don't even know what that means. That's what he said. That means he's happy, happy like yeah. a
1: songbird. Mm-hmm.
0: So I I don't know. I appreciated that little human touch for a second. Well,
1: yeah, he touched you.
0: No, you know what I'm saying. What? Emotional, just
1: human touch.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I that, that most people don't really care if whether you're. Good or not, but the guy was genuine and firehouse sub guy. It was very nice, I thought. (laughs) Not
1: firehouse sub guy.
0: Firehouse Um... (laughs) sub Firehouse
1: sub Well that's you know, and again, no offense to you, but you have a wokeful countenance. You look, you know, you you look look weird and and people want to
0: check on you and they want to touch you and make sure you're okay. So anyway, the guy kinda goes about his business and then I started to get in my head. I think a lot of people have this problem with social interactions. You start to recount what happened and go, I know this happens to a lot of people, where they say something in a social situation, and then they they relive it and they get paranoid about it. And I thought, do I look that bad to where people are? That concerned was going to be me? my
1: next thought because you are a hypochondriac. Not, I don't even know if that's the right word. You're, um, what would the word be? If you're you're open to suggestion about things, and I think that sometimes kind of gets to you. Like one time I told you, what did I tell you one time? If you uh smell oranges you might be about to have a seizure and then you start you kind of take that on and then I wondered if that guy was like hey man are you all right it didn't put that suggestion in your head and you were like am I all right
0: (laughs) well then I started thinking yes I I was very uh introspective after that kind of looking at myself going do I come across as not okay do I is it because my I haven't got a haircut in a while and I look a little disheveled Like what is it about me? Nobody's (laughs) gonna sit. Strangers are coming up to me and saying, Hey man, I just want to check on you, man.
1: It's not your haircut. You're not gonna be sitting there weeping in firehouse subs and the guy goes, Well, that's a weird haircut. Nah. But were you crying?
0: Oh yeah, I was crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just sitting there looking at the traffic, basically, and going, Oh, there's a restaurant over there I never heard of. Oh, there's a little gym there. And the guy's, Hey man, (laughs) you need a hug? I mean, almost like that. (laughs) <laughs> and then after that, I started thinking, do I look like uh, Edgar Allan Poe? What is going on where strangers are checking on me?
1: You don't look as good as Edgar Allan Poe. Like hey, man, you're going to mess me up. If Edgar Allan Poe was like uh, on the streets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, I did appreciate yeah, that. that like, is really that nice. That was a really nice it? thing yeah. for a human to do for another human, just... Hey, man, you okay?
1: And working, like, at a restaurant like that. I used to work at Dairy Queen. People come in. They could be, like, worst day of their lives. I wouldn't say a word.
0: Yeah. So uh, I appreciated it, and the sub was delicious, and... uh I'll be probably going back more and more and more because that guy was so nice to Is me. Is he going to
1: be like your therapist? You're going to go start seeing I, him like Goodwill Hunting?
0: I like that guy a lot now. Well, I go see it's, him all the time. It seems like he cares about his fellow man. It's ninety-eight 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. It's ninety-eight 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Uh, Daniel made a, uh, a recommendation on what to watch on Netflix, and you said there's a uh, show called Quarterback on there, and it's... I got to tell you, Daniel, usually I make fun of you. You, you told me to watch this show. It's an amazing show.
1: All the shows I tell you to watch end up being amazing and you love them. When am I wrong about a show?
0: Uh, you weren't wrong on this one. Quarterback is, they mic'd up some quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, cousins, Mariota, and uh, other people. And then you get to hear, you ever watch television on you know Monday Night Football and you see the quarterback talking to other people and you wonder what they're saying? This sort of... It's behind the curtain. You, you get to hear it. I'm going to play a little of the trailer, if that's okay with you. And quarterback, I loved it. Uh, my 7-year-old son loved it. It's like I had a really good dad and son time last night watching this show, thanks to Daniel. But here's some of the trailers. upstairs
1: now and read, okay? Why does the NFL have so many rules against hitting quarterbacks? A quarterback throwing a pass is wide open for dangerous hits
0: an injury to the quarterback can sink a team's entire season.
1: I'm going to take you out here. No!
0: All right, so I'm not sure about the cussing that goes on. Uh, they they do, I don't know if you know this, I, but sometimes football quarterbacks will cuss a sure, little bit. of course they will. They're in frustration.
1: Is there any point, I haven't watched the show yet, I don't know much about football, but is there any point where they're mic'd up and they get hit and the breath gets knocked out of them and they're like that grape stomp, lady that, uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. I just have um, a new appreciation for quarterbacks. You kind of watch them, and you go, oh, he got tackled. But this show shows you how bad that hurts. I mean, these guys, they play an NFL game, and they are crushed. And their their knees hurt, and their legs hurt. And, yeah, they were – their breath was knocked out. Oh, nice. <laughs> I enjoy hearing that. Their Their ankles hurt. <laughs> Everything hurts. And they make a lot of money. Let's – Let's be clear. But however, I just thought it was so fascinating to, to also, here's the crazy thing to me is that these are regular people who just happen to have a job in the spotlight. And when they go home, you know, their wife is like, Hey, do you want a girl cheese tonight? And <laughs> like, it's just regular folks that just have this job that's on national television. It was fascinating to see. Did you finish the whole thing? Uh, No, it's a series, so there's a bunch of episodes. Okay, good. So So. I watched the first episode, and uh, I can't wait to watch the second episode. It's called Quarterback. It's on Netflix. Um, There's a little cussing, and my kid uh, put, what do they call it, earmuffs on. He doesn't like hearing cuss words. Trust me, he can hear the cuss words. He might claim he's not hearing them, but he does. Oh, I know he hears them, but he doesn't like to hear it. And (laughs) so there was a point where he said, oh, man, you know, if you get tackled by a 300-pound person, you might say a cuss word, and that's what was happening. But quarterback on Netflix is a great show, like probably one of the best things I've watched in a long time. So I appreciate Thank the Thank uh, you, Tug. Thank and you. I hope you watch it too, Daniel. I know you don't understand football. I'm not watching that crap. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel when they kick the extra point, he calls it the spare point. He has yeah. no idea what's going on. He calls the quarterback the thrower um but uh no i appreciate Maybe if i watch this
1: i'll have more of an appreciation for sports because i do like sports when it comes to the story i don't like the stats i don't like how people get together like what what bears team in 1941 won the super bowl i'd rather just uh hear some the drama. stories and all that stuff behind it
0: yes and uh you know these quarterbacks also they're trying to keep their job but if you know about the nfl they've always got a backup Who's always trying to take your job.
1: Really? Yes. So, y'all, they're not buddies. That guy wants you to get hurt to a certain extent.
0: There's a degree of uh, brotherhood there. However, the quarterback doesn't want to lose his job.
1: Let me ask you a question, and be honest here. If you got fully padded and you had to stand somewhere and let a uh, NFL lineman or whatever Mm -hmm. tackle you, sack you, as they call it, Mm
0: -hmm. would it kill you? Yes you think it really would it would it would kill you or at least paralyze you I would be messed up for quite some time and you these guys so? go out there and do it and remember Tom Brady I know a lot of people don't like Tom Brady but think I was 40 something and people were I if I fell off a stair right now I feel like I'd die and this guy's getting crushed by 300 pound
1: well, people could you like, imagine having to stand there just knowing that some 300 pound guy is about to hit you and even though i know that you're wearing your uh your shoulder pads and your menstrual cup tag they would still just probably <laughs> plow right over you
0: <laughs> you're an idiot um but yeah netflix uh, it's called quarterback if you got netflix i think you'll really enjoy it if um, even if you're not a football fan i think it's just fascinating that these people are in the the spotlight like they are and have a lot of pressure, and they don't want to lose their job. It's it's a really good show. It's eight five The bull. today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. What is Jason Aldean talking about? Hey, at least he hasn't been in the news lately. That's Jason true. Aldean. He likes
1: to avoid the spotlight.
0: <laughs> it's eight five The bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in to Did You See, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, uh, you've looked at the forecast. I saw the forecast. Um, we talked triple, triple digits for the next uh, how long? We got one day in the 90s?
1: I- I'm looking at the, uh, what is this, seven-day forecast here? 101 today. You got 100 tomorrow, 100 on Friday, 102 on Saturday, 102 on Sunday. Back in time Monday for 104, mm-hmm. followed by 104 on Tuesday and 104 on Wednesday. So
0: I picked my little boy up from summer camp, and uh, yesterday I left the car running so the AC would just stay on. It's still hot. Even your AC can't fight this. And the one in your home, also the same, Daniel. You said that you put your A.C. on a certain temperature, but it just never gets to what you put it on because it's just fighting all day right now.
1: I run mine about 79 during the day and about 75 at night, and it uh, just does not stop. I'm starting to get the almost like those wintertime blues, you know, where you can't get out and get any exercise, can't, you know. It's too hot. Too hot. It's like the yes. opposite. It's it's too hot to even be out. I tried to walk yesterday. Couldn't do it. Ended up having to go to the movies. It's just too too hot somebody on reddit said they were new to tulsa they said when is this heat going to be out of here and people were like ha
0: ha, ha, ha. Yeah, good one. maybe mid-october um i went out to uh, a pickleball court my son's gotten into that and you know those dudes that take off their shirt and they play uh tennis or pickleball you know they're in shape and stuff and i went out there and as i was coming in the gate these two dudes come out with their shirts off you know all sweaty and stuff and they said it's too rough out there even those guys, who are probably in their 20s, I was about just to said say, it's too rough.
1: You can't be out there playing pickleball at yeah. your age. Your son doesn't even need to be out there playing pickleball in this kind of age.
0: Well, the, um, so it's going to be brutal, and it doesn't look like there's any relief in the, the near future, at least. What else you got, Daniel?
1: Uh, did you see that today is somebody's birthday? One of your, you, somebody you like. You're a big fan of this guy, and here what he is. What a dream. Jagger turns 80 today. Not on tour right now. Thank goodness. Could you imagine him out there trying to jump around and dance around in all that heat?
0: I saw him, I don't know, five years ago, uh, Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. And this guy could steal your girlfriend. If you had a girlfriend, it's weird to say, but he's so, I don't know what it is. He's got some charisma to him and he's very active on stage and he still got it. And now he's 80 and still got it. Still going strong. I, I mean, I feel like when I'm fifty, you know, I'll, you know, what I'm saying. How old are you now? Uh, forty-three. Okay, forty-four. You're probably going to be. <laughs> and he's still rolling at eighty yeah, in a wheelchair. Yeah.
1: Uh, how about this? Uh, all in the news today. Food companies do weird stuff, and then, it may, and we're all talking about it. I try. I was like, I ain't gonna talk about this. and I, you know, can't help it. Uh, French's Mustard is teamed up with Skittles. They're going to do a French's Mustard-flavored Skittle. Mm -hmm. Can only get it online through a contest. So congratulations, French's and Skittles, for your free advertisement. What a great idea, though. Your son got those jelly bellies the other day. Not what that's called, bean-boozled.
0: Yeah, where um, some are disgusting-tasting and some are good-tasting. It's like vanilla or spoiled milk. Dude, you know what I saw? This is crazy. All right, I love Doritos. And I love beef jerky. Do you know that they've teamed up to the Jack links or whatever that company is now they've teamed up and they're putting Dorito dust on beef jerky.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. How they've been that? doing that a lot with Taco Bell. And I think uh, Papa John's has something with they Dorito said, dust.
0: They said the uh, number one selling taco in the history of Taco Bell is the Dorito taco. I believe it. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, But your son got those jelly bellies, which are gross-tasting jelly beans. Your neighbor Ryan was over at my house, and they were playing the game together. Ryan didn't understand the game. He's just eating those those jelly beans. This is the
0: game where the jelly beans look the same, but you don't know if you're you're getting a good-tasting one or a bad-tasting one. He's
1: just eating them indiscriminately. So maybe talk with him about how to learn (laughs) to play this game. Your son was uh, very – he wanted you to try it. Did you ever play it with him?
0: Mm, uh, Yeah, years ago, but I don't – like one it it tastes like mint or dog poop or something and uh, (laughs) it's disgusting it's (laughs) It's, it's pretty bad
1: Uh, did you see this a guy in boston facing charges he attacked a random woman after he said good morning and she didn't say it back it reminds me of you tig's big pet peeve around here at the uh, radio station and upstairs the television studio if he says good morning to somebody and he doesn't feel like he gets a hearty enough good morning back you get offended by that
0: no we'll pass i'll pass somebody in the hallway and i go hey good morning and then they don't say anything back that offends me Hurts my feelings. So you and this guy are exactly alike, So you much. don't attack. Listen, but don't if you attack. say
1: good morning to somebody and don't say it back, just going about your day. What do you want them to do? But I am a human. Don't we care about each other in this country? Yeah, but there's nobody that has to say good morning to you when they see you.
0: Okay. Tag's like, hey, good morning. How about a smile? <laughs> hey, smile, sugar? Oh, Lord. I don't do any of that. That's crazy. Uh, did you see this? If you
1: made it big... What would you do like one of the first things you would do with all your money what if you made it like you hit it big like if you're this Margot Robbie who's in uh, Barbie
0: and I got a lot of money suddenly mm-hmm. um probably stow it away make sure that my son was taken care of okay that's well, not that exciting I know very but selfish uh,
1: she made it big uh, before she made it big she kept track of all the money her mom had lent her. And then when she made it big, she paid her mom back and then some. Here's a little clip of her talking about this.
0: Yeah, everything I owed my mom, I had it written down. She'd take money out of, like, the, the house mortgage, lend me money. So I always knew, I was like, oh, i got to pay that back. And then one day when I made enough money, I just paid that whole mortgage off completely. I was like,
2: mom, don't even worry about that mortgage anymore. It doesn't even exist anymore. Honestly, anyone in my position, you'd, you'd do that for your mom. Of course you would.
1: Well, not tight. He would, quote, stow it
2: away.
0: Well, that's a good goal to have. I think, uh, at least in my case, I always wanted to. I kind of had dreams of, man, if I could buy my mom a house or something like that. So I I like that she was able to do that for her mom. Pretty cool stuff. It's 98.5 The Bull back tomorrow. Easton Corbin tickets at 740 with our bullfight. Daniel does this uh, stupid crap with his phone where I guess you put it on Do Not Disturb Me or something. And then I call you and it goes to voicemail immediately. And I, I didn't know you were putting on Do yes, Not Disturb. Yes, you do know,
1: and you're a double caller.
0: So if you call somebody who's, I, I guess it's on iPhones, and you put it on Do Not Disturb, it'll just go to voicemail at first. And then, um, but yesterday I had a little emergency in my head. And so I called Daniel once. It went right to voicemail because of stupid bullcrap he puts on his phone where it won't ring. and But if you call right back, it will ring. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those situations where... I guess the idea is, oh, I called Daniel, and he's on Do Not Disturb, so he'll call me back later. But I had to do double call because I have a cat at my house now. And you had come over to my house and opened the door and left and stuff. And I thought I could not find my cat, and I looked everywhere for this cat. And this cat is basically an indoor cat, and I'm looking uh, under covers, I'm looking under couches, I'm looking under beds. So finally, I call Daniel, and he's got that stupid bull crap on his phone where it won't ring unless I call you a second time right after. And let, then you pick up, and let, I said, dude, just did you have my
1: cat out? Let's just go ahead and make a rule. When well, you know it's my nap time, don't call me. Don't call me once. Dude, it was an emergency. I lost the cat. You think you lose that cat at least twice a week, do you not? Uh, yes, the cat- How many times- total have you or your wife thought y'all had lost the cat
0: oh god the cat how long have we had it not that long since the beginning of the year so six months i probably lose it two times a week or at least i think i lose it two times a week
1: you're not losing the cat even if the cat got outside it would come back in And this sweltering heat the cat might be outside for a few minutes it'll meow at the door to get back in enough of this calling me asking me if i've seen y'all's cat you think you lose the cat all the time it has claws It's an animal. It will survive. You know, you don't live on Mars. If the cat gets outside, he's not going to perish immediately.
0: But in my head, you know, I live in Midtown Tulsa. In my head, if I don't see the cat, I start to wonder, did it walk to Jinx? Where where the hell is this cat?
1: Yeah, all cats want to get out and go to Jinx.
0: (laughs) It's a hot spot for cats.
1: But the more important thing is don't call me during my nap time. That's my nap time.
0: Yeah, but it was an emergency. I couldn't find the cat. And you had been over and left the door open for a second. I thought, well, Daniel's idiot left the door open and the cat got out you know where this cat's been hiding i could not find this cat and i don't know if you guys are familiar with the underside of a box spring mattress but you know there's like that white what is that that's a box spring underneath the box spring there's a, a white sheet or something they staple to the bottom of it you mean the duvet whatever that is under the box spring
1: That's the duvet.
0: Okay. I think. Well, whatever it is, it's some kind of felt bullcrap. Anyway, the cat has created a hole and gets up in the box spring of the bed, so I couldn't find the cat. So, God forbid I called you two times at 3 p.m. Knock it off.
1: Now that you know that the cat gets into the box spring, by the way, time to get a new box spring if that's the case. Why
0: do you think you're so important you can put your phone on not disturb? Because
1: I don't want to be disturbed during my nap time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got some life, man. Like... People well, are listening you, to this with kids, they go, what's a nap? And you're over there, six hours napping. But and-
1: you don't respect the do not disturb. You probably kind of guy, you know, whenever you text somebody, it says notifications are silent. I bet you hit noti- notify anyway.
0: Yeah, I do all the time. <laughs> That's wrong. What? What is so what important you the, in your life? What are you, the king of England? You don't have kids. You're not married. Um... You get off work at 11. What could be so important that I can't disturb you, especially a missing animal? I thought you liked animals.
1: Ty, that your house isn't, your dog's, a cat's not missing. It's inside the house every time. Every day, this guy's like, oh, we can't find the cat.
0: <laughs> I have a dog, too, but they can't hide as well as a cat. A cat, you you literally could look for hours and not find that cat if they don't no, want to be The only found. people
1: I know who your pets hate you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull.